said, okay, let's do it. But if we're going to start um, a home care agency, we're going to do it a little differently. I don't like what I see out there. We're going to change it up and we're going to make being an advocate and helping people navigate the healthcare system the focal point of who we are as a company. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello and welcome to the show that gets you in front of your best audience and keeps you there. Thank you very much for supporting the show. I've been been reading your feedback. It's warm, it's wonderful, it's supportive, and it's motivating me to bring you great guests. And with that being said on today's show, I'm with the CEO and founder of Talem Home Care, Mr. Jake Rankin. Welcome to the show, Jake. Hello. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, look, it is absolutely my pleasure. Now, you and I were just talking briefly about your love and concern piece, and uh, it really it really sort of touched me because I, I remember when I was growing up, and I think that's a really great place to start to give our audience some context about you. So I guess uh, let's start off with where's home for you? Home for me now, I live in, um, in Wisconsin. Yep. Um, just outside of Milwaukee. I grew up in uh, kind of the Oregon-Washington uh, border, kind right. of Oregon-Idaho-Washington. And then I moved um, throughout my career in healthcare. I moved to um, various states. I spent about 10 years in Denver, Colorado, which is where our headquarters is. Right. And then um, yeah, I moved here with my wife and family because uh, my wife is from Wisconsin. We moved here uh, back in 2015, I think it was. So what do you personally love about the place? Is there anything that it... About Wisconsin? Yeah. Um, I love um, all the lakes and the fishing. I love to ice fish. Oh, uh, very nice. Very nice. And, uh, yeah, we bought a cabin in the woods that I can do some hunting on and yeah, yeah. just get out with the family and spend some time outdoors. So, Tell me something. Where I am, we don't have as much ice that, that we need to get through to get to the fish. Tell us okay. a little bit about that process. I've seen it on videos. It's fascinating. Ice fishing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you got to wait till the weather gets colder. And, you know, in Wisconsin, Minnesota, kind of the Midwest, it gets really cold here. So yeah. um, <clears throat> the ice, you have to wait till the ice gets at least four inches thick or more, yep. typically. Yep. And you just march on out to the ice, and you you find a spot, and you drill a hole, and you uh, you drop a line in. So there's there's people who do what they call pan fishing, where you're trying to catch like crappie and bluegill and sunfish and stuff. And yep, yep. So they'll drill a bunch of holes, and they'll put a fish finder in there and jig for, for yep, crappie yep. for those things. And then I like to use what they call tip up. So I'll put a, a bait down. And then, because um, I'm fishing for northern pike or muskie, typically. Yep. And so when a fish grabs it, a flag pops up and... All the rest of it. it. So yeah. I'm able to put uh, three three lines in the water per person. Now, do you, um, do you find that's very therapeutic? Because I know that you're a busy man, and we're going to be talking about Talem Home Care at, at length today. In fact, we're going to be talking about it in two parts. But do you find that it's important to get away and have some time to yourself? Yeah, I like getting out. It's quiet out there. It can be quiet out there. Um, <clears throat> my son loves to do it, so it's just fun to get out there and um, 
I don't mind the cold. The cold doesn't bother me at all. No, I, love I do the wear cold. a heated vest, but um, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it, it is relaxing. It's peaceful for me out there. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you sharing because it gives some context to the call and everybody loves to hear, you know, because we know that um, uh, business is business and the mechanics of a business don't really change, but the personalities do, so I appreciate it. Now, um, in terms of uh, other hobbies and sports, I know that you do get involved with softball. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement there? I used to, yeah, I I was. Yeah, uh, when I lived in Denver, I lived in Denver for 10 years and I played um, city league softball leagues for the entire time. And I I usually did, um, well, for like nine months of the year or so, I would probably be playing in roughly anywhere from three to five games a week for the entire nine months. Wow, that's a lot. But I uh, injured myself and had to have surgery in my back, and that kind of, that was my second back surgery, and that kind of went my uh, softball career. Goodness <laughs> me, that's the end of that one. <laughs> now, yeah. um, I, given that you're a family man, I know that my children often want my time, and they, and they, and, and they like to enjoy a movie with Dad occasionally. So are your kids the same way, or do you like movies? Yeah, we, we do watch a lot of you know, movies occasionally. We, we really enjoy the outdoors. So Yeah, yeah. Between getting involved in Boy Scouts, we do, or just just fishing and hiking and boating, and um, we spend almost every minute of the weekend outside if the weather is nice. We yeah. We, do they do um, the uh, dib 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 dob 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 with your scouts over there? Because I know that they do that here. Oh, the Morse code stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. no, it's actually um, more of a thing that they do for the Cubs and the Scouts. Uh, you know, the three fingers together and all that sort of thing. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember growing up doing scouts. And is that your son's deeply involved with that? Are you? or We're just getting started. We just oh, signed excellent. up this year for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Um, both my sons are in it um, this year. So we had our first meeting last week. Now, I know that, uh, you know, you, you're an out and about type of family. Do you have any pets that you take with you? or No. no. We've been talking about getting a dog, but... <laughs> You know, Look we, out. We, yeah, we like to travel the state a lot and camp, and I know you can probably take dogs to do that stuff, but we just... Um, do your thing. Yeah, we we have some... Our neighbors have two dogs that they let roam free, and these dogs come over daily and okay. play with our kids and Visitors? have fun. So we're kind of... Yeah, we're like, well, you know... We kind of like, it's kind of like having dogs without having to worry about the vet bills and feeding them and stuff. <laughs> now, um, I'm loving this. Thank you very much. Now, I know when you're watching as a dad, you're watching your kids grow up, but I'd like to wind back time and, and look at your life growing up. Do you remember something fond about your childhood that you could share with us? Fond um, my best memories or fondest memories were in, I grew up in Oregon and my family bought a cabin in the woods. Well, they built a cabin in the woods on a yeah. lake and... So every summer I would go up and spend the summer with my grandparents and I would I spend every minute that I could up at the cabin and I still try to um, I go up there. And so I think that's just it's my favorite place in Oregon. It's my favorite place in the world, period, is to go to Oregon to that cabin. And um, there's no electricity. There. There's no um, hot water. It's pretty rustic. Yeah, good. Good <laughs> but, stuff. Um, there's fishing and hunting and just relaxing and 
I just love it up there. I can tell because when you started talking about that, you just started to beam. You started to, you know, really glow with the excitement. I'm thinking I might go up there and have a look at it myself. Now, um, yeah. I know reading through your love and concern, concern piece on uh, your website uh, that, again, that you talked about your grandparents and the likes. Who who uh, did you look to when you were growing up? Was it your grandparents? Did you have other people in your life that gave you direction? Um, my dad obviously gave me a lot of direction, and my grandmother was a huge influence on me. Um, yeah. They both were um, very huge. And then I've had some adopted, uh, some some fa- some people that adopted me into their family, if you will, close oh, yeah. friends that um, you know that has mom and dad and grandma, grandpa, brother, sisters. You know, um, so I, I I learned a lot from them as well. Yeah, thank you. Now, when when we get into the core of the call for Talamon Care, today's focus is going to be on the services side of that. Now, um, given uh, how busy it, it must certainly be, what does uh, your daily routine look like? How do you look after yourself? And do you get up early or what's a day look like for you? Uh, for, for me or for... No, for you. For people who are running an office. Uh, um, for me, um, you know, I'm focused on myself more on the franchise side of things, you know, selling right. franchises, creating um, um, national accounts and partnerships and um, taking a look at our policies and procedure manuals and seeing how we can improve them and, yep. you know, forecasting the future and all of that good stuff growing the business yeah. <laughs> now and that's what we're going to be obviously talking about in another call which i'm very excited about which is the franchise uh, side of it but i think what we need to do is learn a little bit about the uh, the genesis of Talem home care what inspired you to actually start this wonderful organization um you know i've been in the industry for like 18 years and i um was fortunate enough to um, have some good mentors in the industry who mm-hmm. even allowed me to start companies for them doing this exact same thing. But um, so I was in the corporate world for a while and I just I got tired of the corporate world. I was traveling a lot and I wanted to spend more time with my family. So I had started a consulting business, um, consulting for small entrepreneurs um, with the home health, the hospice, um, I, you know, et cetera. And so one of my clients, um, one of my biggest clients, he owned a hospice agency and he had always wanted to, to start a non-medical home care agency and he knew I had experience too and I'd done it a lot in the past and was thinking about it and thinking about it and then while while thinking about it, um, some some kind of tragedy hit my life where, mm. uh, where you know, my mother who, uh, my mother ended up in the ICU and she was, um, I had to fly out to, to Phoenix to, to be with her and um, thankfully I was somewhat prepared and had a lot of documents in order and yeah. living wills and advanced directives. But, um, I remember having to, to make the, make a decision on what to do and to keep her on life support or take her off. And, and throughout that whole process, the, the doctor was arguing with me about things and, um, I was asking questions and he kept saying, well, I was asking the wrong questions and, hmm. and it was, I just remember, you know, it was, it was pretty difficult to, to navigate everything. And, and I remember thinking, you know, at that point in time, I was in, into my career like 10 or 12 years. I was a certified senior advisor. Even then, I'd sat in, in hospital rooms advising people. And yep. I'd sat in kitchen tables meeting with families and helping them navigate. But 
it was probably the first time that I ever really experienced how difficult it was firsthand, and it got me frustrated. And I remember thinking, "Wow, if it was this, if it's this hard for me, who has this experience, who knows what to do, to do it and yeah. to navigate through the system, you know, you know, I couldn't imagine how much, you know, it just it just renewed. Like, oh my gosh, how, yeah, it'd be awful. What are these other people doing? Yeah." The hospital had their own agendas and was trying to push me to do things which I felt wasn't right. And um, so, you know, I, it just led me to believe, you know, the mindset of, you know, I didn't want to, I left the corporate world because I didn't like what I saw. And then I was experiencing these things and I, and I got to the point of, you know, why complain about these things? I didn't want to be part of the problem or complain about it. I want to be part of the solution. So when I got done dealing with all that stuff, I went back to that uh, um, that hospice owner that was wanting to do this. I said, okay, let's do it. You know, we, but if we're going to start um, a home care agency, um, we're going to do it a little differently. I don't yeah. like what I see out there. We're going to change it up and um, we're going to make um, being an advocate and helping people navigate the healthcare system kind of a focal point of who we are as a company. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it's oftentimes we have to go through some hard times ourselves to get that, I guess, that vision, that mission, that that, that objective in our lives. So uh, a very yeah. tough story to, to deal with. And thank you for sharing. Now, uh, I wonder what is the, I guess, the, the main mission? Is it to be different or is it to provide a whole range of different services? Our main mission is to empower, you know, the lives we touch, to empower them to take control of their own life. Yeah. Um, to um, lead them through whatever they're facing so they can achieve their goals. And so that really resonates with our employees, our community, and our clients. So, um, and we do that through, um, our approach to that is through kind of a care management approach. We want to be uh, an information and resource center. We want to be an advocate and a place people can turn to to say, help, I'm lost. Yeah. um, provide that free, that free guidance and support. Um, so yeah, you know, can... you see a lot of this type of industry focusing purely on on the money making, but I think there needs to be that element of right. care. Would you agree with that? Yeah, what happens is people tend to be narrow minded or narrow focused on the task of being a caregiver, and you'll see, yeah. you know, hospitals are focused on discharging quickly, and nursing homes are focused on discharging quickly, and everybody operates in their own little silo. And what happens is people get lost in the crack. Information can be lost, um, given incorrectly, given with a, a, a twist or a, a bias to it. And it causes, um, it causes headache and heartbreak and frustration for family members and those people navigating. And, and so we really want to be that central point of coordination um, that's you know, open and free to the community saying, let us be your guide. Let us let help, us help you, you through this and let, let us help you ask the right questions so that you are prepared and planned for what's happening next. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's a good, uh, you know, it's a hand in glove fit for you to be on the My Future Business Show because we're all about, all about helpful people, helping people. So it's a credit to you, the work that you're doing. Keep up the great work. Now, where did the name Talem Home Care <laughs> come from? Um, <laughs> that was a difficult name. Um <clears throat> We, we had a different name that we first launched our business under, and um, we loved the meaning behind the name. But when we decided to um, launch as a franchise system, 
we um, went through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to find out that that name was taken and we couldn't use it. So right. we had to come up with a new name. And we already had our mission, to, um, which included you know, the words empower, lead, and achieve in our mission statement and in our vision statement. Mm-hmm. And um, we found this word, talum, randomly, which was Latin, which basically kind of loosely Latin's hard to translate, but yeah, yeah. loosely translate to empower, lead, and achieve, honestly. Yep. And those words were in our mission statement. We thought, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it actually no, fits. Fits. <laughs> it fits better than actually the original name we had, actually. Yeah, thank you. I, I know that uh, your focus is more on the franchise side of things, so I'd love to shift um, our focus to um, the people that are running uh, these businesses for you on the service side. I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit, I guess, some. Uh, firstly, how long has Talem Home Care been in operation? Since 2013. 2013, thank you. Now, how many people do you have in your, I guess, your core management group? Our core management group, we have... It's a little question. We, it's a combination of internal staff and then you know vendors and partners we work with. So we've got um, six, six, well, seven, seven internal staff, and then we have some subject matter experts that we lean on. You know, HR, HR professionals, yep, insurance professionals. Yep. You know, things of that nature. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of moving moving parts when you uh, have people involved in business, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we tell our, we we tell people that you know you have to be to be a small business owner you almost have to be the expert in everything but you're not you know so yeah. that's why we we lean on a lot of our partners and subject matter experts to help support because no no one person can know it all in our that's opinion. sage <laughs> that is sage advice and insight there thank you very much um, for sharing Jake now um, I'd like to ask if you could what uh, are some of the services that Talem Home Care provide to your clients. Primarily, I guess I'd say we provide three main services. So our primary service is what they call non-medical or in-home care, where it's personal care, homemaker, and companion services. So it's things like bathing assistance, dressing assistance, house cleaning, laundry, um, companionship, um, transportation. Um, We send a caregiver into somebody's home so they can be successful um, in their home for as long as possible. Our second service would be what they call senior placement services. So if somebody, their needs and they uh, increase and they can't stay home anymore, then we will help them find the appropriate community that fits their needs. So it could be like a nursing home community, assisted living, memory care, independent living, a combination or a mixture of the above. And we kind of act like they're, for lack of a better term, kind of like a realtor. You know, we... We, we, we take a look at what their financial needs are, spiritual needs are, social needs are, medical needs are, and we help them find the perfect fit and we give them options and find the perfect fit um, for what they're looking for. Now, I'd just and like to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I say then the last thing we do really is that care management piece where, and that's the free. So the placement side of business is free actually to the community. Um, right. We don't charge them anything. We make revenue in a different way. Yeah, uh, and then the care management piece—that's also free to the community, where we are their advocate and help them plan for the future, help them navigate. If somebody ends up in the hospital, we'll go to the hospital and, and work them through what's next, and yeah, you know, move through the all those steps. 
Yep. Now, I know that there are lots of startup entrepreneurs who really appreciate getting, uh, I guess, the insights from somebody who has walked the path before them, as you have. I'm wondering, um, you know, how was it for you personally having to, you know, take a chance, take that risk and know that you're exposing yourself to potential failure? And how did you navigate that, that time? You know, the idea of taking a leap and starting your own business is it can be and is, you know, somewhat scary to people. And honestly, you know, I had an opportunity to do that earlier in my career and the 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 scariness of it um, held me back. And I really kind of regret that. Um, now, now, you know, it was probably about five or eight years apart from the time I first thought about it to the time I actually did it. Mm-hmm. And while I, I like the fact that I was more seasoned and had more experience, you know, when I did finally step up and do it, um, I kind of regretted not following my heart and following my path, you know, because I've always been fairly entrepreneurial um, yeah. in general. And, um, you know, once I decided to take that leap, it was really hard, but it was it was really the support of my family and support of and my wife, honestly. And my wife was hugely supportive of it. And Fantastic. Um, you know, that really helped make that leap. And, and we were financially um, comfortable with where we were to where we could afford to, to, to take that leap. Um, I was I was confident in my experience, in my abilities. Yep. Um, that was huge, having that confidence. And um, once I got past the, the financial risk um, scaring me, it really wasn't that scary once I dove into it. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing. I know a lot of people get a lot of value out of that. Now, in terms of um, bringing on people into your team, mm-hmm. did you find it difficult? Because I know a lot of people do to, I guess, trust uh, in the people that you're now hiring to do the right thing in your business. And how did you navigate that? Are you talking about the franchisees that buy? Or no, are you no, talking about- no, just oh, talking okay. about uh, your your team directly, you know, when you start to employ people. Yeah, we kind of have this unwritten promise to to where when we hire people, we really want people to have firsthand knowledge base and experience in be yep. that subject matter and whatever they're going to be doing. And yep. so I find that in our industry, there are a lot of people out there that are training and supporting franchisees who have never done their work before. You know, they came over from another industry and don't know nothing about home care. And mm-hmm. we really want people... Um, who are going to be working with our franchisees and working with and even our clients and um, in our local markets, we really try to find people who have that heart and have that passion for what we do um, that has the experience and willing to do it, basically. Do you, uh, that heart and passion is really key. Um, yeah. If, if you don't have the heart and passion and, and, and get, a, get excitement out of you know, being of value and making a difference in somebody's life, um, and why are you, you know, doing it? You know, why are you doing it? And that's what we really look for. Yeah, thank you again for sharing. I, I know that um, people do the right thing generally. They don't wake up of a morning saying, I'm going to go to work to do the ba- do a bad job. Now, how do you empower and reward, um, you know, uh, a good performance, for lack of better ways to put it? Well, with our employees, we try to do that through um, employee appreciation programs where yeah. there's, you know, bonus structures where they're, their, their bonus is if they're uh, an owner of the business and they're given they're given the freedom and flexibility particularly our administrators to to ha- to to be entrepreneurs and and add their little twist to things and 
um, treat it and run it as if it was their own business. Um, so we really believe in, you know, empowering our, you know, being being involved in our employees' lives and empowering them to fulfill their goals and dreams as well. And so that could be through being um, through the pay, you know, and competitive pay and higher yep. than average salaries that we pay. It's through the benefits we provide. Um, but it, I really just like taking a look and having conversations with them of, you know, what are you wanting to do in your personal life and what are you looking to do, you know, goals do you have in your professional career and yep. how can I help you achieve that? Um, yeah. And I think that's the same, you know, it's the same approach that we have with the clients that we work with. You know, how, yep. how can we help you achieve your goal? And then we just put a plan together and, and say, okay, if, if that's what you want to do, here's the steps, you know, let's outline the steps we need to make to take that and then let's work together as a team to fulfill to accomplish those steps. There's, it comes back to that helpful people helping people, doesn't it? <laughs> now, um, I'm looking yeah. at uh, the list of services because I know that there will be people on this call who are interested in learning uh, more about the service side of your business. So I've looked at your services tab. There's a lot going on there. I'm wondering if we can, I guess, work through um, some of these elements. You know, you've started off with the home care services. Uh, I think we've touched on that. Could you, um, right. I guess, elaborate a little bit more on that maybe? On the home care services? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's, it's helping people with what they call activities of daily living or instrumental activities of daily living. So it's yep. whatever they need to, to, to live and be safe in their home because a lot of, because most people don't want to move. They want to stay home. They, they don't want to move home. into a community. Yeah. And so it's, it's everything from, like I said, bathing assistance, dressing, laundry, yep. house cleaning. Um, we really strive to try to find ways to also improve, you know, what we call client engagement, you know, with, with, within these clients. So we want to improve, you know, oftentimes as we age, um, things, things happen to us mentally, you know, isolation hits mm -hmm. in with that, you know, with depression and loneliness sets in and um, people kind of turn off their brains and they, you know, so we, we try to... We, we try to keep them engaged in so that they don't feel so isolated. They don't still feel so lonely. We want to yep. get them some brain fitness activities, you know, and, and find ways to, to give them more, more meaning and purpose um, so they can enjoy their life. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, it, you know, cause I, I've seen it myself. I've seen grandparents uh, who go through exactly those things and that's almost as if they stop um, setting goals for themselves. Do you, do right. you, do you remind them that, that it's important to do those sorts of things? Remind them. And then we also encourage it. You know, we find, yeah. you know, an example might be if someone likes to do knitting, you know, we may say, Hey, let's knit some halves or scarves that we can donate to the local um, homeless shelter or something. Yeah. And we, so they, they're now they're having a sense of pride and a purpose to their work. And then they, they, they enjoy that better, you know, because, um, Oftentimes they'll stop doing their hobbies or stop doing their stuff because they just don't, not you know, they, they're just not driven to do it. There, there may not be a reason to do it. So. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm looking at this other tab that caught my eye as your veterans program. Share that with yes. us. It's, 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 you know, it's, there's a, there's a benefit out there for military veterans who, for low income um, military veterans that, um, that pays for our care or pays for like things like assisted living and stuff. Um, it's, it's kind of 50, 50 if the veterans know about it. Um, yeah. it's not kind of well known. 
Um, and if you know about it, the, the problem with it is you can't apply for the benefit unless you need the help. The application is a little difficult, and then you have to wait for the VA, and it takes like three to eight months for the VA to approve it. So the whole three to eight months, you're sitting there saying, well, I need help, but I can't yeah. get my help, you know, my care started until the VA approves it. So yeah. what we have done is we've created a program where we have experts that will help fill out that application and make that complicated process easy, and we'll do it for the clients. And then when they submit the application, we have access to funds, if you will, that fronts the cost of care. So we can get the care started for them um, at no out-of-pocket cost um, to the clients. So they don't have to worry about, you know, how am I going to pay for this? And so that's, it's a really well-received uh, program within our communities, and it, it really makes us stand out. It's a huge differentiator that we have. Yeah, you certainly have some wonderful things going on. You obviously have a leading um, industry program for care management and another in client engagement. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about those. The client engagement program is, you know, kind of what I mentioned, like, uh, you know, if somebody, a lot of times these the, the elderly or these seniors, they, they live at home alone or maybe they just have them and their spouse, but it's hard for them to get out and be social. So, we will try to either take them and drive them to be social, to like the senior centers for activities and get involved in groups, or if they don't want to leave their home, we can try to set up like Zoom meetings or even phone calls with other seniors so they can make friends and um, have conversations with people of their own age who are going through the same things and they can they can have strength in numbers and support with each other. Um, or, you know, we create brain fitness activities to keep their yeah. mind sharp, you know, doing puzzles and um, helping them with their gardening and whatever activities they do so that, um, you know, it, it gets, you know, helps get rid of that depression, helps get rid of that loneliness, helps keep their brain sharp and it mm -hmm. gives them a sense of purpose. So they're not just, um, not just sitting, you know, sitting around and just waiting for life to happen, if you will. So with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, uh, has has the way that you operate Talem Home Care changed at all? Um, yes and no. Um, you know, in our, in our industry, you know, we've always had to deal with infectious diseases and, and taking precautions for that, mm -hmm. whether it's the flu or other things. Now, the amount of testing and some of the paperwork, you know, that we have to do as an agency has increased, you know, obviously a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there's some, you know, um, there's been some unique challenges as far as, you know, you know, more so on the, on the recruiting and retention side that we've had, you know, where finding, finding staff is really difficult right now. Um, yeah. It's getting easier um, now that the, Unemployment benefits have gone away, and um, you know things. Things are people are getting vaccinated and getting back to work, and kids are back in school. It's getting a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but it it has forced us to change some things. You know, we, for example, we um, training of our caregivers. Now we've created an online university to to train caregivers, so we can continue their education, um, even if you know we can't necessarily get them in the office all the time. 
I love that because what it demonstrates to me is that you pivot when you need to. Innovation's clearly at the forefront of your mind. You, you, you're doing what you need to do to get the results. Now, um, I know that there is a lot we could talk about on here and time just flies by with these calls. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm wondering when people want to learn more, because I'm sure that there are people listening to this call that do want to contact you. What yep. is the process and how does somebody uh, connect with you to learn more? Uh, any way you want to. Uh, through our social media, you can send us a message. You can go onto our website and fill out forums and send us a message. Um, our, we have an 800 number, which is uh, 833-TALUM-HC is our um, toll-free number. Yep. Um, and you can just email me directly um, at jake at talumhc.com. That's excellent. Now, I've um, again for everybody's on the on the call today. I've looked through the website. There's certainly uh, a plethora of information there that will help <laughs> you decide whether or not Jake and his wonderful team are the right solution for you. Now, if you are looking for them, you need to visit TaylorHomeCare.com. I'll be making sure that that link is available below this post. No matter where you see this call, you will certainly see the link back to Taylor Home Care. And with all that being said, Jake, thank you so very much for joining me on the My Future business show today thank you for having me i appreciate it take care thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed the call then make sure to subscribe leave a comment share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews and if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop